Good morning, good morning, everyone. It's April 19th, Sunday morning, 2020. I just came on today to say, first and foremost, I thank God for such a blessing to be able to wake up. Um, Yesterday, I got a little bad news. A good friend of mine from where I just left um, passed away to a drug overdose. I was in shock. Um, She was only 34 years old, younger than my own son. And it really saddens me that she's not here with us anymore. She had three beautiful children. So I'm going to send prayers up to her family and her children. And um, today, I guess I'll talk about a little about, I'm going to kind of skip my own segment and just talk about drugs and how they can trap you for life. And sometimes you don't make it out. Um, This young lady was a very sweet young lady. She owned a barbershop in the area where I did a lot of my community outreach work um, a few years back. A lot of you all that know me know what I'm talking about. I did some um, outreach work for the young girls in my neighborhood, um, telling them my life story like I'm doing here today on this episode, or well, in this um, podcast, telling them about my life, trying to save one, if not, you know, all of them from having to go through something like I did and the struggles in my life. Um, this young lady was a very, very good support system. She came to every meeting. She sponsored me. She put me up in a barbershop, um, the meeting dates, everything. She brought food when we needed food sometimes for our girls. And she cut hair for a lot of mothers that attended my um, adult group in that neighborhood, single moms trying to, um, 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 you know, just bring their children up singly without the fathers involved and living on low income. So she helped me a lot with that project. And like I said, she was the number one supporter. And um, I might add that I'm very saddened by this because such a beautiful soul gone at such a young age. But that's what I want to talk about today, about struggling with drugs. I mean, it's a dark, scary, scary lane in your life that a lot of you don't want to go down. That's why I'm going to dedicate this segment to her. Uh, rest in peace, gone but not forgotten. Um, this young lady particularly, she was, and this is what I want to explain to people. Um, please, please, people, um, don't use drugs because your friend's doing it and you think it's cool. Don't even get yourself involved because it is a scary, scary dark lane in your life that is going to be a struggle to get out and everybody don't make it out. And I just thank God. I want to take a moment to thank him for just covering me in the blood of Jesus, getting me out of that situation. I have been clean for almost four years straight without any relapse. I feel good about myself. It was a struggle, you know, through my whole entire life. So I tell people all the time I'm in recovery, not that I'm using drugs, but I don't want to go back through God strengthening me every day and me taking one day at a time, I know I can um, overcome this um, and be delivered. I've been delivered from this addiction, so I just keep moving forward. I don't look back. And in a sense, um, I tell people all the time, don't do it because you're going to like it. I don't care what it is, whether it's cocaine, heroin, pills, you're going to like it. A lot of people don't know what to look for, but once your body looks for it, that's when you're going to have a real issue and a problem. A lot of people don't know this, but, you know, you don't have to be the punk or the scary person. Fuck that. Excuse my French. Let people say what they want to say about you because in the long run, they're going to have an addiction. And then by you standing up and taking a, uh, you know, uh, charge of your life, you don't have to go through the struggle in life. And, you know, the reason I'm getting a little feisty about it because I'm just trying to save one, if not all, anybody, 
anybody. I'm telling you, please don't try it because you're going to like it, even with marijuana. So, with that being said, this young lady, I'll talk a little about her today because I'm going to dedicate this segment to her. You know, she was a good business partner. We made a lot of little money together. Um, You know, not no millions, but we made a nice little penny together when I met her. And um, she supported me in my community endeavors and everything. So she was a a great support system. But how we wind up separating was because I tell people, they pop these pills, right? A doctor gets you out. The doctor ain't nothing but a uh, prescribed dope deal. I want to add that too. First and foremost, and I get down there later in my um, life story talking about that. But that's all they are. But she had a back problem, and that's how she started getting them or whatever. And, you know, the thing about pills is a lot of people don't know. Um, pills, the doctor tell you to take it on the bottom by mouth. I know plenty of people, and I am not one, I would like to add that, who have crunched them. They have snorted them. They have shot them, and, and I know a couple of them even have smoked them, okay? This is a opiate, people. This is something serious. Once they start snorting them, they can't get high no more. They start shooting them. They can't get high no more. It gets expensive. They go to heroin. Do you know how many people I've seen go that route? And within the last year and a half, I've been here. I know three people with her being four that have died from overdose. People, you cannot do this drug and think that it's cool and you're just doing it. Is a dark, scary lane you go down. Look at this young lady, she did not make it out because she started off with a bad back popping up. Then that's how we separated, to be honest with you, about a year and a half before I even moved to the north side. We had about no, I'm gonna say about a year. We had separated because I had heard that she had started shooting. And because I particularly liked her and cared about her, I asked her and she denied, but I could see it on her face. So I kind of disassociated myself with her because once you try to help a person and they don't take that help and they in denial, there's nothing you can do. They have to want to change. So I kind of disassociated myself with her because I don't do heroin. I don't snore pills. I don't do none of that. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, I made a few dollars off of it. Okay, so what? I never did nothing wrong far as snorting or shooting or none of that. And I thank the good Lord above because I've seen so many people go down that route. Started like that with back pain, doctor giving you uh, hundreds of pills a, a, a month, you know, and then you're getting addicted by taking it as prescribed. But then you see it's a hustle, so you start selling them and using them, and then you're not getting your full dose, so you go to snorting them. No, I've seen so many people do that and and leave here, and leave here because of it. So I'm just begging y'all folks, please, please, please say no to drugs. And I know I sound old and corny, but I'm telling you, it's a struggle, y'all. It's a struggle. I still struggle every day of my life. And I thank God because he's been the head of my life. And because of that, I had no desires in the last almost close to four years, no desire whatsoever. And I just thank him every day because without him, I don't know where I would be. Do you hear me? With the shit I have been through, please. But, you know, you know, I just feel really bad for her family, you know, because 
she lost everything, y'all. She lost everything. She lost the barbershop that was inherited to her for these drugs. Then she went, lost her children. And and last I heard, we talked 11 weeks ago, she sent me a picture that came up in memories. And I told her I love her and we got memories, you know. And she told me, ditto, she loved me too. And that's the last I heard. You know, she came down my timeline. I like stuff. But, you know, she was messing with a whole different crowd. And, you know, I knew she was using drugs. If I can't help you then and I don't do it, what am I to do besides disassociate myself? I can't help everybody. I can try. But if you don't accept it, ain't nothing I can do because you're grown. You know, I feel bad. You know, of course I do, you know. But those are people's demons. They have to fight off on their own. I can't fight people's demons for them. Nobody's. You know, so with that being said, I hate she's gone and I'm sad she's gone. And I'm I, I'm really sad she didn't make it out that dark lane in her life, you know. But she was pulled in more and more and more, you know. But anyway, I you know, this whole little situation is sad and I was really touched by it because she was a good, good person. But she lost everything, y'all, everything. And it started off with a backache. And the doctor prescribing her pills. That's how it started. Okay. So, you know, if you can, if you're going through pain and you're dealing with pain, when that prescription is up and filled and you're not feeling pain no more, please don't continue to use it because you'll be diagnosed as an opiate dependent. Okay. I know for facts and I'll get to that later. But I just want to tell everybody, you know, I want y'all to have a blessed Sunday. I want you to thank God every day that you wake up with the trying times we're living in. I want you to forgive your family if you're going through anything and holding grudges because it's not worth it. It's probably too petty to even, you know what I'm saying, be upset about. I just want to tell y'all life is too short. Tomorrow's not promised to any of us. I love you. Have a blessed Sunday and let that grudge go. Because it's not worth it. Tomorrow is not promised to anyone. Not anyone.